Jag tror vi satte den. Jättebra. Uh, men uh, då blir det på engelska nu då. All right, switching to English. Uh, switching to English. And I need to set this up. Hello, kids. <laughs> Who's there? Who's there? <laughs> That fluffy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. Here yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Hey kids, it's me Seb, and this is another episode of Monster of the Week. Today we'll be talking about waves and waves of stuff. This is constructing old school magic. Monster of the Week. Today we are visiting the pillar halls of ancient Greece. We are actually doing a deck tech, or yeah, we're going to talk about replenish. And since we're going to the pillar halls of Greece, we we invited Manos Kokinis, the the pre-modern Greek mm -hmm. guy, you know, <laughs> on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, Manos. <laughs> Hi, hi Anton, hi Seb, thanks for having I me. I should have brought my toga, I didn't really understand this. Yeah, <laughs> the arch says it all. Okay, okay. But yeah, we're we're sitting here in shitty winter in Sweden and Manos is basically wearing flip-flops and uh, nothing else in summertime. Well, not yet, <laughs> not yet, not yet, but uh, it's almost. <laughs> not a real winter here anyway, but yeah, yeah. almost, almost summer. So Anton uh, contacted me as per usual now when we do our pre-modern episodes. And it's like, I want to mm. talk about this deck. And then he mentioned you, Manos, that, uh, well, we've, we, me and Manos has been having a good run and talked a bunch about it. So what, what Greek hall is uh, Anton talking about? Because I, I didn't make that connection when I before. So <laughs> is it is it because of you, Manos, or the cards also? Can we find some instances of that there also? Yeah, I guess maybe it's um, you know a bit of a both. I guess the the art the artwork of the uh, you know namesake card. Maybe it's mm -hmm. uh, referring to that most likely. I yeah, guess, it it, it must be Greece on that card, right? <laughs> Can't be any other yeah any other country. I'm not <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm just guessing guessing here, but 
calling all the ancient spirits. You exactly. Know, back, exactly. Right? <laughs> I need to check, actually. Yeah. I need to check the art, <laughs> because I know that in Greece they didn't have uh, something with the roof or whatever. Let's see. No, they didn't have an arc or something in there. For they for pillars and everything. For our listeners, Seb is a teacher. He doesn't <laughs> like to guess. He needs facts. And I'm a researcher, <laughs> so I like to guess. So yeah. Well, this could be this could be Greek, I guess. That's nice. Yeah. 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 It's, it looks like a tomb of some sort, also. Yeah, most likely. I think it's more like a tomb rather than a let's say a temple or uh, you know. Um, something like that but due to the fact you know the the stairs leading to you know massive pillars and then to a mm-hmm. even even larger entrance you know it might actually getting to that point that it reminds us something of that yeah yeah That's <laughs> anyway this deck is popping up more so it it feels like it's about time we talk about it because uh, mm-hmm. Classic blue-white control is has been phasing out more and more, right? That's so mm. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, but but there's a new blue-white sheriff in town, I guess. Uh, this deck mm. is popping up more and more, and uh, yeah. So let's let's talk replenish. Should we yeah. start with like the common different iterations of it and take it well, from there? The what? We, we, I need to know from you nerds huh? how, how what the deck what's the like you what what you really need from the deck and what makes it tick and then heading from that I guess because those are the pillar cards right mm. no <laughs> nice 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 we can go into the <laughs> different situations so what's up. Uh, Manos, what, what what do you do when you're playing Replenish and I guess some different uh, tides and waves mm-hmm. and stuff, right? Um, before we actually get into that, I would okay. also like Even to Even men- one more step back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I would like to mention, you know, a, a little bit of history about the deck. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it actually popped up around 2000, um, back when we used to have, you know, Type 2 instead of Standard. And... Um, uh, there was, um, uh, a, I think it was in Mercadian block. The Nemesis was the second, um, yep. you know, the second um, expansion of that block, and uh, we got introduced to um, the Parallax enchantments, the Parallax Tide, the Parallax Wave, mm-hmm. um, and those are those two cards were actually um, what made, uh, uh, you know, the deck. Uh, uh, to be honest, we had from uh, the previous block, the Urza Saga, um, the Opalescence from the Destiny and the Attunement um, from Saga, yep. uh, and Frantic Search from Legacy. Yep. So, you know, some bits and parts from, you know, uh, different expansions, and then they all come together um, in when Nemesis um, got released. Um, so, um, that deck uh, back in 2000... Um, uh, the you know while uh, the standard or the type two if you wish um, the combination of those cards um, received a power level errata if you remember yeah. um, and that errata actually on these cards uh, required them uh, to be in play 
uh, when their activated abilities resolve in order to have an effect. Mm. Um, the classic combo of those cards are Parallax Tide and Parallax Wave with Opalescence, and you you know remove the faint counters to target the permanents, the creatures or enchantments or lands. And in response, you do something to them. You, um, you know, either destroy them or exile them or bouncing them. Yep. So, um, uh, the triggers in, on the yeah, stack. the triggers on the stack happen um, hmm. in a different way. And um, right now, the way it works, it's just uh, you know a very it's a massive combo, and it actually it's more or yeah. less game over. But back in the days, though, this combo did not exist. So that that errata was actually uh, prevented this uh, thing to happen. Should should uh, we should we just pause there to explain for those who are new to this deck cuz it's mm. it's a we bit need tricky. A trigger yeah, warning. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit tricky. It's a bit of a tricky deck. So uh, let's go back. Okay, so you you target with your tide. Uh, you have tide opalescence and wave out. You target your opponent's yeah. lands with tide. What do you mm. do with those triggers on the stacks? Just go through the motions here, Monos. Continue okay. where we were. Um, so you target opponent's lands. Let, let's say that you have the, um, the tide and the wave and the opalescence in play, and so you target. Opalescence makes the. Opalescence makes creatures. all other enchantments creatures, but not yeah. itself. Yeah. Uh, so you, with the tide, you target the all lands, all five lands opponent controls, uh, but you don't pass priority, so you don't let the ability to resolve. Right? I mean, the targets are there, but the ability is not yet resolved um, and then um, in response to those triggers you exile the um, uh, tide to the wave by targeting the the wave targets the tide and it gets exiled first so the enchantment leaves play uh, so the second ability triggers um, and resolves first and then tries to see which permanents were exiled so that when th when this one leaves play so that the perm those permanents come back but the first ability of the tide has not yet resolved so there's actually no permanent they just exile. go into exile right right yeah. and then when it comes back it comes back as a new tide and um, there is nothing um, exiled yet and then the first ability happens yeah so and then the other seeing... lands get exiled and they're gone forever Yep. Yeah, we've seen this kind of uh, semi combo with the seal of uh, seal of yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Correct, correct. There is so another way mm. that works with the parallax trade also. Exactly. Right? Just, in case you uh, don't have the opalescence in play in the parallax wave, you can have the seal of cleansing beforehand. So you can still remove your opponent's land, mm -hmm. and then before the triggers are resolved, you seal of cleanse the parallax side. Yep. Correct. Yep. You could also use Shane of Vapor, for instance, to bounce the tide. Or mm -hmm. you can do this with Wave as well. So you can one side get on your opponent, or one side Wrath of God your opponent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. And, and from what I gather, uh, like we earlier talked also about Replenish, right? Yep. I don't know if we mentioned the card, we just talked about <laughs> the art. Uh, but that also makes kind of the deck tick. You don't need it for the combo, but that's what, uh, like, 
enables everything to come together mm-hmm. the combo piece or whatever yeah, yeah. As people will try to counter your tides and waves and the opalescences so once they do yeah you can just bring them back basically yeah. mm. or you abuse the fact that you have attunement and frantic search as Manus mentioned and dump yeah we also yard. have attunement you don't need attunement but that's uh, what is it it's it's a four drop also no, three, no three, that's a three drop, three drop. yeah and you uh, it's an enchantment once again, and if you return it to your hand, you dis- you get to draw three cards, but you need to discard four cards. Yes. Yeah. So that's, from what I understand, basically the replenish, uh, like, cannon fodder. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, this this is the enabler, actually, you know, for our replenish to be um, successful. I mean, successful. I mean, re- you can also replenish just for one enchantment in play, in case you actually need it, but... Um, Attunement actually um, helps you discard, you know, all the combo pieces together, and then the next turn uh, or the same turn you cast replenish and bring them all back in order to, you know, make um, a massive uh, uh, play and, yeah, most likely win the game from that point. And you, you can actually get like infinite mana also, right? With the wave of the tide mm-hmm. if you exile your own lands how does that work <laughs> um this thing to in order to work you need to actually let uh, you you um you float mana available or mm-hmm. i mean in case you have mana available you just float mana available in case you don't you just uh, do the sequence uh, as it follows uh, you exile um you target your lands you let the ability resolve and then you need to let the ability resolve and then you either bounce um, the, let's say, the, the tide, or you exile it with a parallax wave. And then uh, the parallax wave needs need to be exiled by itself. So everything comes back. And this is, um, you know, infinite. That's a loop, actually. You can do it, you know, with your lands and take infinite mana. And uh, uh, But so far... We haven't found a way, I mean, to use that infinite mana yet because I don't think we need it. No. (laughs) Uh, Because, yeah, at that point, um, there is no permanent in opponent's uh, board. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you need to have infinite mana at that point. They can drop one land. That's about it. Yes. That's the most fun they will get Mm. from that. They can't Mm. deal, and they can't have enchantments in play. They can't have creatures in play, and they won't have lands in play except one Mm. land drop. So you're going to win from there. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. And as we had replenished there also, we have some like honorable mentions that we need around the combo set, I guess. Like Enlightened Tutor, of course. Nope. No? Uh, Enlightened Tutor used to be a card um, in that deck, um, well, back in 2000. And there were some, you know, um, iterations of the deck um, yeah. In pre-modern, that uh, they actually run this card, but um, so far, I mean, we we have played the, um, the the deck a lot, and we find out that we don't actually need the, um, the no. enlightened mm. tutor in the deck. There, there's there's one better tutor than enlightened tutor, and that's intuition. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, because yes. it it combos super well with replenish as it fuels your graveyard, or it can find the one part your your need for the turn. You can mm-hmm. just go get a tide and like lock your opponent's lands out. And yes. then you, you have mm-hmm. all the time in the world or whatever. And you can find a sword for a meddling mage and Yeah. 
You, yeah, true, true. You don't, you don't, you don't have to spell <laughs> to play like seal of removal just to yeah. get that. I guess mm -hmm. intuition yeah. actually is a is a is a is a very versatile card. I mean that you, yeah, it it brings you know the 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 pieces that you need. For example, you you get the three planish or the three opalescence or the way whatever actually um, yeah. uh, is missing. But you can also do some mind games with opponent. Um, while having you know the uh, some pieces in your hand, and you can fetch for three different cards, for example, and let yep. the opponent chooses, um, yeah. and they don't know which thing you have in hand, so they might um, you know um, pick something that you don't actually uh, you think they think that they it's needs you know needs to be in the hand, but you actually need it in the graveyard. Or mm. the or vice versa. I mean, you can do stuff like that. It happened to me in some games in um, in in this monthly where I was uh, casting intuition, choosing either opalescence, wave, or tide, and letting opponent choose which of the all three um, yep. get in hand. While I was having a replenish in hand, so I, yep. it it didn't matter at that point which would go in my hand. To be honest. Yeah. Mm. And like in that uh, like sphere of cards, you you also play is it frantic search, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. fantastic card. Uh, and so we've mentioned attunement, we mentioned frantic search, search. and we've mentioned uh, intuition. Yeah. But what 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 does frantic search bring to the table? Is it once again, Anton, that you get to fill up your graveyard and like yeah it basically does two things it uh, it can we should mention we play soul lands in this deck yeah so mm -hmm. ancient tombs and theater traders are all stars here uh especially mm. ancient tombs but um that way we only need three lands because uh, the deck needs four mana let's face it we need four mana to do anything but three lands and a frantic search means we can float one colorless mana with a soul land and we get up to four once we untap the other three lands so um it's super, super uh, synergistic there, but it dumps stuff to the yard and it draws cards. So it filters mm -hmm. the, the deck and it dumps it to the yard if we want to go replenish. Or if, or if we would just have like excessive lands, we can dump them and, and yeah, get two other good cards. Mm -hmm. So very versatile card. And this deck has a high curve, I'd say, uh, before stuff happens. Uh, so yeah. it fits really well into it. But we will come into like some different tweaks there. Or mm -hmm. There is also some tricks you can do. There are, there are also some tricks you can do with frantic search as well. I mean, um, the fact that it untaps your lands is very crucial and important um, because um, we know that um, you know in pre-modern we have a lot of reshuttle ports yeah. and a lot of tangle wires as well. Yeah. And Tanguar is a card that you don't want to see uh, when you play uh, Replenish because yep. it actually pins your land um, down and you don't, you can't do anything. I mean, you need to have four mana available to do stuff. Um, and Tanguar so, doesn't let you tap enchantments either. Very annoying. Yes, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> we ha so we only have to tap land since yep. we run zero creatures, uh, technically. Um, and... Uh, with the trigger on the stack, I mean, we um, float mana yeah. and then we let the Tangle Wire ability to resolve. Yeah. 
and then we cast frantic search. So we untap our lands and have them ready for that crucial turn to cast either a, a, a very powerful enchantment like Tide or Wave or even better, a Replenish. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Um, so you started talking about the different iterations and stuff, but like we ha we also mentioned like Seal of Cleansing working well in the deck, so you're playing that and I guess Stifle also does that job, right? Uh, for the tide and the yeah. wave. Mm. So Stifle is basically why Manus is here. Uh, like we tried this, both me and Manus have tried this card and uh, a lot the latest like four months in Replenish. And I think we're like in consensus. It's fucking fantastic in the deck, mm -hmm. but, but it's not like the, it's not the, the mainstay in lists yet. But we're we're getting there, I hope. Uh, mm -hmm. So should we mention careful study as the other like uh, possible one drop in this deck? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, we we should yes. I mean, yeah. um, Most of the list before they used to run um, uh, careful study. There are also lists that they still run careful study. Um, yeah. uh, careful study, actually, you know, it's uh, on paper looks like. A card that actually, uh, uh, you know, fits extremely well into yep. the deck, right? It, with one mana, you draw two cards, and then you get to discard two cards from your hand in the graveyard. Um, yep. I mean, we play replenish. It's like playing a reanimator for enchantments, and we we want stuff going into the graveyard. Um, but uh, as we uh, played the deck. And uh, we found out that um, we have a lot of card disadvantage in this deck. Uh, part yeah. with, uh, along with uh, careful study, we have frantic search, and we also have attunement. So, um, mm. you're relying a bit, yeah. leaning a bit too much into replenish then. Correct, correct. And uh, we might uh, keep, let's say, a hand with uh, just one one land, and maybe let's say a careful study. Um, with um, the possibility of drawing extra lands or finding, you know, stuff that you need to uh, teach in the graveyard. And uh, most of the time, this doesn't work well uh, with this deck. Um, we need to draw, we need to have our land, uh, land drops almost every turn. And um, we don't need any more card disadvantage, to be honest. Plus the fact that um, uh, careful study, um, really gives away on what we're playing yeah <laughs> right yeah and let's talk about that this like... is yes this this is very important with the deck because this is a blue white deck right we have the fetch lands the adaka wastes the mm -hmm. islands um plains uh, we also run swords of plosures and most of the time when we don't give away exactly what we're playing uh opponent will think that we are something on a blue white x control deck yeah. So they have to play around, you know, that kind of uh, tactic. Uh, and all of a sudden, then we, you know, drop an attunement, and next turn we play replenish, and yeah, yeah. we win the ma we win the game. But um, it's very important to conceal the deck under this archetype, under the blue-white archetype, uh, mm. which sometimes it's very, very, very crucial. Yeah, uh, I completely agree. Uh, I think it's a trap card deluxe uh, with careful study. Uh, 
Um, so some of this deck's weaknesses are um, we don't have a good early game. Like we need to survive to turn three or turn four. Mm-hmm. And if the if we don't play interaction spells, we just play card, card draw and infiltration or whatever. That is also card disadvantage. Like we play careful study and they just duress you the next turn, or they they cast metal image and name replenish because yeah they know your mm. what's up. Correct. Like you are in such a bad spot. Uh, also, they will immediately wasteland you if they have wastelands in your deck. If mm-hmm. you go uh, like a darker waste or cedar brass or whatever, um, and go careful study, they know what's up. They need to wasteland you asap. So you, you're mm. completely giving <laughs> it away. Not let you get into no. the yeah. four mana no. territory. Yeah. So you started a bit there, Manas, talking about the history, and I guess we like touched on basically the main cards for mm-hmm. the deck now. Uh, but we, what, what happened like earlier then? Uh, where did where did we go from when we had the key pieces and all that? Um, I used to run uh, the deck um, a couple of years ago, um, and I was. Um, well, I've seen, you know, all those uh, different kind of iterations of uh, Replenish with uh, Careful Study and um, um, some squeeze in the deck, you know, and um, it was, you know, uh, focused mainly on the combo uh, element mm. uh, of the deck. And, um, well, since I'm, I'm not a combo player, you know, um, I... I no, you I don't usually, like to play combos. <laughs> yeah, I, I usually like, you know, playing, um, uh, you know, more, let's say, slower decks that actually decks that um, have their own pace. And um, yeah. uh, I'm, although I really loved the replenish, I didn't, I didn't want to play it, you know, in that way, um, you know, focusing more on combo. So I actually took the, um, the shell of uh, that deck back in 2000 which ran, you know, the Tides, the Waves, the Opalescence, um, Attunements, Frantic Search and stuff, but it also ran the Seals, like Seals of Cleansing and Seals of Removal. Um, so I I tried a more um, slower way and a more controlish and grinder, grindier way of the deck. And I think it was something like two years ago and when we have the, the first... Um, uh, uh, you know, increasing amount of uh, dreadnoughts uh, in the yep. format, and um, I remember uh, playing in a couple of tournaments with this deck and um, actually doing some really, um, some really good uh, results uh, due to the fact that I I faced a lot of aggro and um, dreadnought decks and seals, mm. seal of removal and cleansing were actually devastating for that deck. Yeah. Um, uh, so then I was. It's ta- a good card. It is. It is. It is. And it also I mean in case you got meddling mage, right? And um, yeah. the meddling mage cannot play around seal of removal in case they haven't seen the card. Yeah. And um, you know, on the crucial turn, you just um, cast the seal of removal. You bounce the mage, and you cast you know the card that was 
um, has been uh, uh, affected by a mage. Um, yeah. So I played that version of the deck, uh, leaning more, uh, you know, on those um, slower, let's say, tactics. Um, and then after those two years, I, I didn't think I, I I didn't play the deck again in a monthly uh, or in any other tournament. Um, because then the meta shifted a bit, we had more uh, control base deck, more heavy permission decks at that point, and um, that's yeah something that didn't um, didn't want to you know face while playing replenish. Um, and then we reached at that point now. Then we still have the dreadnoughts again, and we also have some more prison-like decks like Perphase and also a lot of combo decks too sure. and um and that point where was where um anton and i were starting you know uh, dirtling around with the deck and fine-tuning it and see how how this deck can actually uh, fit in the current meta and which cards are needed to have in the 75 to um, deal you know with the threats that we're having at this point um so um yeah we've reached the point where we played um the swords swords closures in the main the stifles and the chain of vapors as well mm. so how did you end up with stifles is it just like overall good card also or i, I used to have stifles in the sideboard um mm. and i was bringing stifles in actually against torment scripts and wastelands and um, there was a an, an added value to that card because I could stifle the trigger of a Parallax card on its way on the graveyard. Yeah. Um, mm. So, for example, Parallax Tide, you remove the last counter, and then your upkeep um, in your upkeep triggers again to remove a counter. There is no more there is no more counter in the card, so that card goes in the graveyard. And then it triggers so that opponent gets their stuff back, either lands or creatures, whatever you have exiled. On that point, you stifle that trigger so the opponent yes. doesn't get anything back. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And that was the added value of the card, you know, um, playing it from the sideboard. Um, mm. And it actually looked pretty well uh, powerful and devastating. And that it that it made its way in the main deck. Yeah, I always liked it. I mean, Replenish is a deck I've looked come back and forth to also, but I always remember you playing your Stifles because we have played a lot of Magic throughout the years. Mm -hmm. and it was so annoying when you brought in the Stifles, and it, yeah. it just felt natural. Like it's a main main deck card mm -hmm. because it's like yeah. again. This deck is super strong on turn four, but it super sucks on turn one, two, three, basically. Yes. So, yes. so uh, and it completely dies to wastelands. So Stifle mm -hmm. has so much like defensive power, but also natural combo power. So it's, I love it in the main deck. I think it's fantastic in this deck. Mm. Yeah, it actually, um, um, it gives us more time to do our stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we don't get always uh, go off let's say on turn three or on turn four. No, no, no. Uh, we might have let's say uh, tunement and frantic search and digging and digging and we we <coughs> then we cannot find you know the replenish and um, 
um, put everything you know from the graveyard into play. So we need to uh, we need to uh, get more time in order to do that. And Stifle actually does that. We play our Tide um, on turn three, maybe with the help of a Solant or even or even a turn four, or we play our Wave. And we exile, you know, creatures or lands, whatever suits us better on on, uh, on that case. And then we stifle uh, the trigger on its way on the graveyard. Yep. And um, yeah, yeah. Op opponent actually um, is either or um, um, either without creatures if he's you know trying to beat us with creatures or without lands. And um, yeah, you're basically two for five yeah. the opponent, which is mm -hmm. pretty pretty good rate. Mm -hmm. But and not only that, you like. You're way ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're like definitely way that. ahead. Not not only mm -hmm. card count wise or mm -hmm. whatever. And there's uh, also one point with Stifle. Like there's one fetch land that you just snap oh, yes. Stifle, and that's Wooded Foothills. Like Sly, Goblins, or Elves are the three like premium decks that play Wooded Foothills. They are super aggressive. They can beat mm -hmm. you uh, in pace. So like. If you have the island uh, or the blue mana on the play and the stifle, and you snap yeah, uh, water foothills, just immediately you snap mm -hmm, that stifle off. Mm -hmm. Mm. Or a wasteland, that, like, that, that, yeah, that, that's yeah. even better. I mean, yeah. uh, I remember playing against goblins. And um, mm. um, I, I'm going to stress again the fact that this deck conceals itself. Um, I, I, I led off with an Adraka Wastes. Um, so opponent sees an Adaka Waste, so he immediately thinks that he might be, you know, against maybe something like a blue-white controlish deck. Yeah. Uh, so what's the play when a Goblin player is on the draw and plays against the Adaka Wastes? Do you play maybe a um, lucky. lucky and then lucky. go? <laughs> but what if opponent, lucky, lucky. What if opponent has this, the plow in hand and swords it immediately, yeah. right? And then you actually lose the tempo there. I think that the better way for goblins to deal with that is uh, leading off with a wasteland, yep. right? So you, they take out the white, their white mana. They might not have mm -hmm. the second white mana for the swords for the next turn. Yep. So they they wasteland on turn one and then they play the mountain or the fetchland on turn two and play the lackey. Yep. But how about stifling that wasteland <laughs> yeah, on turn yeah, one? It's, it's so good. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Mm. That's so good. Yeah. Uh, you brushed over like the earlier versions we had uh, like squee i guess that goes better with careful study also uh, in a sense uh, getting back mm -hmm. those cards mm -hmm. you need um we didn't mention solitary confinement that's probably played more earlier also right yeah, yeah. and it actually um, fits pr pretty well with a squee um in the deck because there are some decks that cannot deal with a uh, with a with a lock like um, a confinement yeah. and squee, uh, so they have to immediately scoop. Um, so that's. But today uh, people have answers to squee. Uh, not only squee, that, they also have answers to enchantments, right? They have yeah. uh, tons of naturalize and disenchants and yeah. seals. I mean, they're everywhere right now. So I don't think yeah. you can uh, rely on that anymore. No. Um, uh, plus the fact that you, you open up, you know, a, 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 a seven. Um, you know, seven cards, and you have zero uh, card draw, 
and yeah. a lot of squeeze in hand so that's yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's clunky i mean when it when it ticks that deck is super fun like the the immense card advantage you get from like careful stuff that unit and squeeze are enormous but mm. it's also like manas is pinpointing like everyone plays naturalizes these days so you can't rely on so it's a bit of a like medical christmas land uh mm. but i, I want to mention mike flores did come in uh third place at LobsterCon last year playing oh yes replenish deck and he did a uh podcast with mano on atc talking about that deck uh so you could give that a listen if you want to hear more about like the squee um solitaire confinement and he, yeah. he he did make an impact that and we, we have to yeah. we have, we'd have to say that because yeah. um uh, replenish was a bit of a you know uh, underplayed at that point and yeah, uh, yeah. all of a sudden it uh, you know it won the the third place yeah. in a in a major tournament yeah. and uh, yeah that's he he did made an impact uh, definitely yeah, absolutely and, absolutely mm-hmm. Uh, but you, Anton, also like wrote like when we in the show notes and whatever, and we talked about this like the brief history of replenish. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some other. Is it other versions of it? Not even iterations. Yeah, we, we might need to mention the the other big one is uh, the Panda Burst combo. Mm-hmm. So not every replenish deck is playing uh, the full parallax set. I mean, almost even the Panda Burst deck wants to play some sort of tide or wave also, but they heavily more rely on uh, the Pandemonium supporting burst. So yeah, meaning if you put them both into play, you can make 21 damage from making Saprolings from Saproling Burst. They trigger Pandemonium and it will deal eventually uh, 6 plus 5 plus 4 plus 3 plus 2 oh, plus yes. damage. So that's 21. Um, I will mention this because Ron Taylor has figured that one out, I think. And it's I, when he wrote it, it's like, shit, that's insanely good. Uh, you play Intuition, of course, because you need to find the other A plus B uh, piece. But the third piece, if you have a replenish in your hand, you just have an intuition. You go get one pandemonium, you go get one saproling burst, and the third card is a gigapede. Oh, well. So then it doesn't matter what your opponent gives you because uh, everything will come to the yard because gigapede will trigger in your upkeep and you play the intuition, obviously, like end of turn uh, on your opponent's end step. So you can just discard the, the Saproling Burst or the Pandemonium, whichever the <laughs> opponent will give you in your hand. So then you just cast Replenish and win. So he, mm-hmm. he figured that out now. Like, I don't... Uh, I, I, I'm giving Ron credit. I'm not sure if he saw it from someone else. But this like is that, brilliant, that, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. fucking brilliant. Um, I know Gordon Anderson has played Saproling Pandemonium. Yeah, like various, a lot of yeah. Mm. Uh, Like trying to make that work. I yeah. guess that's somewhere where people start out like uh, and also uh, I guess like we did, we've seen uh, Parallax Tide in like more control shells or I've, I've been seeing it in blue-white decks with Seal of Cleansing yeah. and uh, I don't remember what kind, what type of deck that was though it was basically the blue-white uh, standstill, mm. but they removed standstill. Okay, standstill. And then, so, so yeah. like Mar- Mark Eric Vogt, he uh, he did really like make a great contribution to pre-modern when he like tweaked that standstill list and added the tide package. It really mm. dominated like the end of 2021 and 
yeah first half of 2022 basically mm -hmm. but yeah. the, as always pre-modern is so fucking adjustable like the, yeah. the meta is constantly switching and that they just got outhanded by elves and uh, other aggro stuff like goblins so yeah because we we run down uh, what the deck list that you guys are playing now basically consists of but i guess there's earlier versions with counter spells and there's like a, a dozen number of different iterations that we might go into but are we missing on like before we discuss like how the end game should be uh, are we missing any other like historic uh, configurations of the deck um I don't think so. No, I think mm. th these are like, at least in pre-modern uh, age, these are the three mm. major takes. The squee versions, the the simple, plain, parallax, opalescence version, and the saproli burst version. Mm -hmm. No, sorry, pa panda burst uh, version. Panda and burst, you can yeah. try to mix them up somewhat, but the more you do, mm. the less like consistent the deck becomes. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you also will mention the soul ring lands, uh, like ancient tombs and city of traitors. And uh, Manas, you already mentioned, like you're playing a darker waste islands and the fetches, mm -hmm, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have some maybe honorable mentions. You're, you're playing one Trevor's ruin, yeah. Um, nice one, yeah. Well, um. Uh, I um, I really wanted one more um, rainbow let's say land or Adrakar wasteland something like that to the deck. Mm -hmm. uh, so my first my initial thought was to run um, the filter land the, uh, the sky cloud the... expanse. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, seen that being played by Fluff has been playing this deck yeah, a lot also. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, to be honest. Um, so far, I have been testing the the Trevor's ruins. It it feels good, but uh, yeah. I haven't, um, you know, I haven't ditched uh, completely the um, the expanse uh, option. Um, mm. But um, I guess Filterlands works well with all the like yes brownish yes. <laughs> colored matter. Yes, have. yes, they, so. they they work they work really well with all with those uh, um, you know solands. Um, and there's not that much like you need you need three to do anything at all you need uh, a soldering land mm -hmm. and the land mm -hmm. basically yes i guess mm -hmm. to really do stuff uh, so you, it works with the, different the, the problem with expanse is that you can tap it alone to add yeah. one mana ah, yeah, right. that's that's the right. only problem we have and since that's a bit of a downside, and since yeah. since we run uh plows and stifles and chain of vapors in the deck some point we need to have that one singleton mana active uh, to mm. do stuff and expanse doesn't yeah. help us um, that makes sense. so that was the only reason that i i opted uh you know not to play it um and um yeah we have the, pushed for city city of brass instead like yeah it, it's yeah a, it's i could have i could have played i could have played a third city of brass yeah. but um in on my on previous runs of mine with a deck uh i was getting a lot of damage from the painlands and the city brass mm. and the tombs and there were some games that actually lost to my own lands yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. i mean opponent 
didn't attack me at all, right? I was taking, <laughs> yeah. you know, all all the damage I could have, and then he just attacked me once, and then, and then I yeah. died because I bricked so hard on that game, and he yeah. didn't do anything. He attacked me just once, and I died. Um, it's like playing Mana Crypt, man. It's, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it gets you, but it's very good, correct, usually. Correct, correct. Um, so then I decided not to play a third city brass. So what about the Coastal Tower? Coastal Tower mm-hmm. is great when it you get to play it on turn on turn one. Although you need, although you need, you know, as I said before, we run a lot of um, one converted mana cost cards like Plows and Chain of Vapors and Stifles, and um, that first turn is very crucial for us. So yeah. mm-hmm. it doesn't help when it comes tapped. It also doesn't help when it comes tapped on turn three or turn four because no. we need we need that mana on turn three and turn four. So it doesn't help us at all, the top land. What else could I have played? Uh, gemstone mine? Maybe. Uh, but yeah. I also have the City of Traitors which, you know, die most likely. And uh, I, didn't ho- I didn't want an, one more land that could, you know, go in the graveyard earlier that, than I wished for. Um, and so I ended up playing the Trevor's Ruins, which actually does a couple of things in the deck. First of all, um, it saves, well, it can save, you know, uh, our City of Traitors, right? Yeah, uh, we, when you play the, the Lairland and you have the City of Traitors in play, you have a double trigger. The City of Traitors triggers to sacrifice it itself because you played a land. And the Trevor's Ruins triggers to bounce a non-lair land in hand. So you stack the triggers in that way where the uh, City of Traitors resolve, uh, trigger resolve last. Uh, yeah. And you bounce it first before it gets sacrificed. And for those people who I don't know why, but are playing Magic Online, uh, pre-modern, you need to understand what well, how the stack works there. Yeah. <laughs> but you get help. You get help on uh, Magic Online. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't remember getting any help with that. I've, I've missed so many Tangle Wire triggers <laughs> that I, I can't even count <laughs> at this point. But that's a, that's a good, uh, actually, just a brief pause. Like this deck, uh, it, it's good. I think it's good to play on Magic Online because there's so many fucking triggers mm. you need to learn. Yeah. But since there's also so many triggers, you don't want to play this deck online because you want to be able to like add infinite mana or you want you want to always play the safe way so you have to like hold priority just once at a time there's a lot of clicking with this deck if, you're, if you have to play it correctly and you're on a time clock on 25 a minutes. lot of clicking a yeah lot. so so you can shortcut a lot with this deck IRL mm-hmm. but you need mm-hmm. to you need to learn the triggers uh, first Martin, boy, am I glad to see you. I've been here 20 minutes already. Nick, I've tried everything. The embassy, the German government, consulate. I even talked to the UN ambassador. It's no use. I just can't bring my wife to orgasm. Gee, that's a shame, Martin. Have you tried one of these? Oh, well, thanks. I'll give it a whirl. Now, listen, Martin. I'm getting a little worried about this place. I mean, I don't even think they've ever even heard of a trial. 
All I know is, after you left the cafe last night, I met a girl. Then later at the ballet, she's sitting all alone. And then all of a sudden, I see this guy who's got a gun at her head. And he's looking like he's gonna kill her. And he might have if I hadn't stepped in. Now, there's gotta be someone you can call that can straighten this whole mess out. Look, I figure they gotta let you out for your concert Friday night. They're beaming it live by satellite to 85 countries. Now you just relax and remember, there's nothing to worry about. Yeah, that's true. And um, the second, um, uh, uh, the second, let's say, plus, uh, or oh, the second upside of this card. Um, so I was trying to, you know, um, make the drawback actually, you know, to be um, a more like um, a, an advantage uh, for me. Um, there are times when we um, have an attunement in play and we're uh, digging and digging in order to find, you know, the, yeah. the, the cards that we miss. Uh, but uh, as we said, attunement is a, a card disadvantage card. Yep. Uh, because we draw three and we will discard four so in order to find what we want to um, uh, we need to hold cards in hand so that yep. we return attunement to to hand and draw three and then discard four and have the one card that we want in hand and then play it uh, Trevor's Ruins uh, bounces a land so it actually um, gives food to attunement, right? So it bounces a land back in hand, and, and on that way we can ditch that land to attunement uh, on some turns that it's very crucial. Um, mm. It's just one land, it's just one layer land, and I, I those th those are yeah. very very you know specific lines of play, but they do happen. Yeah, and um, I, I I think th there's a solid argument actually, Manus, that I I think I would consider trying one out as well. Mm. Uh, but can can I just intervene with one thing uh, with this deck, which is probably the the most common thing that you will actually lose to, and it, it is that you cannot consistently enable double blue or double white. Uh, and have access to both colors oh, yes. on turn three or turn four, so there there is definitely a tension there that that you try to like okay I'm going for blue I'm fetching my flooded strand turn one for blue, and it will cost you the game on turn three or turn four because you need a double white or the vice versa version. It turns out mm. that with your attunement, the sequence happened just that way. The card draws happened that way, so having access to filter lands is of course super fucking good mm -hmm. and. Again, Seed of, of Brass in main deck, two of, I th I'm sure of, are correct. But not playing three, I think, is also correct. Yes. Because we will die. So, yeah, I, I do like this uh, Manus with one, mm -hmm. one Travis Ruiz. So, yeah, that, that, that was my thought, uh, you know, um, yep. behind that. Um, mm. What else? I think the, the difference in our, um, on um, Anton's list and mine concerning um, the... Um, uh, concerning the land count is, I mean, we we both play 24, uh, yeah. which is actually very important with it with that deck. Most of the lists so far used to run 23 lands, yeah. uh, due to the fact that they run, you know, so lands and they could uh, afford not uh, having a land drop, um, yeah. just because they, you know, the Solan helps them to cast uh, stuff earlier. But as we said, um, we need to get into turn three and turn four and wasteland and ports and uh, tangled wires don't yeah. let us do that and uh, we yeah. need to have our land drops 
secured and by playing 24 lands we find out that this is the actually uh, correct number of uh, I guess so yeah um, and that might get us into like I guess not not on sideboard options and stuff that you want in your seven to five. I, yeah, but uh, uh, I, I, as I as I said, I mean uh, Anton's runs. I think he runs four tombs inst uh, yeah. and two a city of treasures okay, instead nice. of three a city of treasures and a travels ruin. Uh, say dreams on a travels ruin. Yeah, yeah. that that's mm -hmm. our difference. Let's say in the concerning the land. Yeah, I've seen some like earlier builds. We already mentioned like the sky cloud expanse and stuff like that. So mm. just there, there's not that much wiggle room, I guess. Anyhow, but it's it might be your play style. It might be yeah, some other different stuff that plays in clearly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but like going into the sideboard, uh, what? What was your thought process then, uh, Manas? Like we already mentioned, some problematic matchups. Mm -hmm. Is that where you start, or? Well, um, as I said on my first iteration on the deck, um, I my sideboard consisted of consisted of Orim's Chance. I ran uh, all four of them, um, Stifles and uh, sword supplosures and i think uh stifle sword supplosures and chills so that was my yeah. 15 cards in the sideboard uh chance were there mostly uh, against uh permission decks so that i you know um they having let's say their two mana um, um two mana available in order to counter our crucial spell our replenish or our tide uh, mm. and then we have the chant to play it proactively and stop them uh, you know casting things and let us you know freely cast our stuff um, yeah. the stifles yeah. to you know um, stop you know crits and wastelands and other really annoying triggers uh, I've seen like people playing abeyance also yeah uh, yeah um, I also ran abeyance um, in um, the previous in previous uh, iteration of the last one. Uh, I guess regarding to the orange chance. Yeah, yeah. Versus... I think I was running three chance and two abeyance, but now mm. I uh, I am playing just four abeyance, the... uh, four uh, chance. Uh, for chance. Yeah, yeah. Back to the chance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, f and... I also found the chills very very important in the deck. Um, they are very uh, I, they're extraordinary against chill uh, against them um, sorry um sly, sly. Yep. and mm. uh, i also bring them against uh, the goblins now yep. you might ask how um how is chill good against a turn on lucky well uh, obviously it's not no, but, no, no. <laughs> but um we have some other cards to help chill being better as the game pr um, um, uh, progresses, um, I mentioned that we run sword supplosures, um, so we have a way of dealing with turn one lucky and chain of vapor as well. Um, and um, yeah, you have one chain of vapor in main, uh, and one more okay. in the sideboard. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and Shadow Vapor works uh, also like a bit that stifle and silo cleansing. You can use that on yeah. your. It's yeah, fantastic. Yes, you can. Yes, you can, yes, you can also use yeah. it, you know, on your tide and wave, you know, to deal 
uh, to exile their lands or creatures forever. Yeah. Um, and chain of weight, but you can even stack it if there's something left to bounce. I guess. Yes, that's if you have the, that's true. That's if, true. If you have the tide, you can like start with uh, taking away all your opponent's lands and then you sacrifice uh, uh or you chain of vapor then you sacrifice uh, is it an island or a land it's basically a land right you sacrifice a land and then you get to yeah. bounce a creature yeah, yeah. Or whatever yeah. Yeah. yeah that's pretty cool yeah. uh so chill is uh, at this point is um i mean okay you deal with their turn one lucky for example and then you drop a chill on turn two and um and then you make them their you know their life a bit more hard against your plan um but um chill is also an enchantment right and when it dies it goes in the graveyard so replenish can bring it back and which is very very important i mean they can blast it they can naturalize it but you cast replenish and you bring it back and yeah the work is mm. the work is done at that point um so um we are also uh, considering uh blasts um uh, yeah. i think yeah yeah i think, I Anton, think a lot of Anton was thinking about blasts. adding blasts yeah. instead of chills um i've talked to fluffy about it and he's mm. on blasts and he praises them and I, I i am so undecided i mean chill is better than blast versus fly but mm -hmm. blast is better uh, than shield versus goblins but we already have a fairly good goblins matchup so yeah i think sly is more important to handle mm -hmm. uh, yeah well my what other important t targets you need for the blue blast basically i guess price of progress yeah. fire blast it's... ball lightning no, yeah no but I'm, I'm thinking it doesn't do anything else but uh, i guess the best thing you can do is take away a lackey also that you can't do mm -hmm. with the... yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah 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 that's sure. true that's true but you're you're playing swords and you have one extra source of plushies in the, in the cyborg right? yeah, yeah to you know um to complete the playset and um um i mean as i was playing the deck um we are not um we are not that type of reactive deck. I mean, we are a blue-white deck, right? But we are not the permission-like deck that we uh, wait opponent to do something in order to react and play something else. We actually are the ones who, uh, you know, ask the questions at this point. Um, because we play the tide, I mean, can you deal with it? Um, can you destroy it or can you counter it? Or um, can you play without your lands? I mean... That's the question we ask. <laughs> can really? you play well? Can yeah. you? <laughs> and and um, we we actually need to uh, play our stuff beforehand. And Hydroblast is a reactive card. And some point and some points, uh, I I don't think I I have you know enough mana um, untapped. So yeah. I I'd rather uh, I'd rather play let's say tide and get blasted and next turn cast replenish rather than wait and having the bla the the blue blast active to play the tide on the next turn in order not to get blasted so I can answer with my blast right. back. I mean that that was my um, my argument uh, on running chills instead of blasts. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure what's correct, but like playstyle I guess. So but, uh... yeah, that too, that too. But the, um, we but could I, also mention. Uh, sorry, or finish your point. Yeah, I mean, but uh, at this point, we are still, um, you know, uh, uh, testing with the deck. We're still fine tuning yeah. it, and we might end up mm. uh, playing uh, the blast instead. And all this uh, um, saying now, <laughs> you know, is in vain. But um, as I said, we're still mm -hmm. fine tuning the deck. Yeah. 
we might uh, sure. let's say split it split the numbers and um play let's say two chill and one blast and do you know stuff mm. like that we we might do that we'll see mm. but that's the thing like when you play intuition your deck is getting naturally more constrained also like you mm. you want to play more like three offs or four mm. offs for that matter yeah because you want to have that card fetch the ball but and that's seen in the cyber also right yeah yeah i think so too mm-hmm. but i was gonna mention one more thing regarding to in favor of shill versus blast and it's the fact that it's an it's an enchantment so we actually need to close the game at some point. Mm-hmm. And having enchantments mm-hmm. that naturally, if you just have one opalescence, you can actually start beating down. And that's good. Like, we get a body now. And Because yeah. I feel like 50% of the time, this deck does not win on, like, the full lock. It just wins on, like, you tie away oh, their yes. lands, and then you just play an opalescence, and you, Absolutely. you start to, like, uh, beat to death. Absolutely. So, like, attunement is the best 3-3 in the, in, in the game, in, mm-hmm. in pre-modern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's fantastic to just... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah true and this is what i love actually um um uh in this deck that it it serves a double role i mean it it's either a combo deck that can go off on turn three uh or it's a it's a a heavy let's say prisony grindy control deck which um you know takes off your lands and then slowly draws you know their enchantments and then at some point you cast an opalescence and just start attacking with your enchantments yep. and um yeah there are uh, so many games that we've won with just you know uh, by casting wave and the next turn opalescence yeah and sure. then yeah. yeah just attacking with so, a wave let, let's uh, like go through we talked about chain of vapors one chain of vapor extra in the cyborg mm-hmm. uh, basically and another like well-rounded card for difficult stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, uh three shields as you mentioned we talked a bit about now uh the orange shots uh like we've seen avians in some other versions uh but then you're playing once another seal of cleansing that's also mm-hmm. like an honorable mention mm-hmm. you're playing three in main so yeah uh, and the source of plowshares uh, but then we have like a miser exalted angel oh yes <laughs> lurking there yeah, also. this is monos this is monos and pj priestley uh, like, well like. to uh, to be fair <laughs> this is a um, um i i think i uh, pj priestley um made a couple of um um very good finishes with the deck in a couple yep. of in the mm-hmm. monthlies you know a couple of months uh, uh ago and he actually ran uh two exalted angel uh in the sideboard um which i can totally um you know uh, go with that plan because uh for example you might get um you might get exiled or your opalescence or you don't have a way to bring them back and then you don't have a way to attack and you know kill the opponent and uh, exalted angel you know does that and since you i mean you don't have creatures i mean yeah your enchantments are creatures but once they are, um, you know, enabled with opalescence and the wave, I mean, the opponent cannot deal with removals. Yeah. He, mm. he, they they cannot, will they cannot kill them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They cannot they cannot kill them. So uh, most likely all the spot removals, the creature spot removals, we uh, we go out. And this is where the Exalt Angel comes in. Um, mm. You know, and yeah. uh, it's a bit of unexpected. You can... Yeah, morph it on turn two with a Solant yeah. and unmorph it oh. on turn three and start 
uh, dealing for damage. You're relying <laughs> on it to be just that, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. a bit. Uh, I'm expecting another. Yeah, it's a decent, decent body if you get to, like, turn it over. And uh, then you have, like, powder kegs. Those also for a specific matchup or. Yeah, well, powder kegs. Uh, I I used to run the null rods uh, instead. Um, mm. But I think Padrokek is better a catch-all, um, you know, card because it mm -hmm. it it gets artifacts too. Um, yeah. It also like it yeah like stand still you get to kill yeah all yeah it also That's kills vanlands yeah right uh, or um, let's say a really annoying uh, artifacts or creatures which is that's the, the most important uh, factor here um, we need to deal let's say with uh, the pesky um, one mana elves and they they tend to you know um, the opponent tend to you know um, go wide and place a lot of a lot of those in play yeah or let's say a very annoying meddling mage uh, which yeah. needs to you know uh, be dealt with. Taken care of. Yeah. Uh, Withered uh, wretch. Withered wretch. Withered wretch. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is an Agnar card yeah. which yeah, I yeah, really yeah. don't want to see on the opposing uh, side. <laughs> but there, there's also there's also one card that is extremely good versus replenish that I'm not sure everyone realizes, but Curse Totem, it completely destroys our deck. You know. And um, that's why I play Powder Keg over Null Rod. If I expect there's mm -hmm. cursed totems mm -hmm. in my opponent's sideboard. I immediately snap in to powder kegs. But you can deal with cursed totem because you have the seal of cleansings and you can, you know, I, destroy yeah, yeah. it beforehand, right? Before of, you, of course, before of you course. cast an opalescence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's not it's not lights off, right? Um, but it's definitely a very annoying card. Yeah. Very annoying. Mm -hmm. And the last bit of sideboard you have is two. Prohibits yeah. also. Well, I was I I was running uh, the meddling mage before. Um, since we uh, talked about you know running creatures in the sideboard and transforming a bit the your plan, um, a meddling mage is also a very good card against combo decks. And at mm. least in our mind and on paper, it maybe um, looks pretty. Um, solid against permission and control decks, um, but we did um, test the card when we played against it, and we found out that even against you know control decks and permission decks, uh, it doesn't add much of a value. Um, mm -hmm. um, they have so many different kind of counter magic. I mean, you can name counter spell, and then they have prohibit and manalik. And yep. you, or you name Manalik and they have the counterspell, or you name, let's say, um, in order for the Meddling Mage to be to stay in play, you have to name, for example, Swords of Plosures, because sometimes they do tend to keep a couple of those, and most like, and most of the time they do have them, you know, in their opening seven, even even if they are two, they have them there and they, you know, <laughs> waiting for, you know. <laughs> To Have play you been yeah, <laughs> and uh, so I decided to play um, to prohibit instead. Um, one of my previous iterations ran arcane denial. Yeah, and yeah I've seen arcane denials. Mm. I also seen like misdirection actually. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. I have played that yeah. too, but okay. um, yeah. so why? 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 I don't know. It's it's an answer to it's an answer to a um, to a counter spells spell. And... 
Yeah, yeah, okay. Right, you mean you, you misdirect the the counter yeah, the opponent's yeah, but counter magic on the crucial turn. Yeah, where, but we're a deck with so much card disadvantage. But that, exactly, yeah, yeah. but the card disadvantage yeah, is yeah. real, and even I mean, yeah. you you don't want to add more to that. It's probably just like a something from the squee days of yeah. the mm, deck, mm. I guess. Uh, yeah, and Prohibit can... actually is a card which um, uh, deals with... Uh, and you mentioned playing Arcane Denial also. Oh yeah, yeah. I used to play Good Arcane before. Denial, and this time I wanted to um, test Prohibit. And Prohibit mm. is a card which actually deals with all those cards that um, uh, actually annoys you, like uh, discards, right? Uh, Cabal Therapies, Endurances, uh, Tormod Scripts um with a wretched meddling mage uh survivals um yep. um land tax maybe scroll racks i mean all those all those cards are um, mana cost two or less or um um counter wars like they you have the prohibit to counter a, an opponent uh, an opposing counter spell or mana lick or whatever um, or even add, um, stop a lightning bolt or a price of progress. I mean, all those cards um, yeah. get stopped from the um, prohibit. So it felt about right at that point, and I I, I used it in a couple of matchups, um, and um, it was fine. So I'm not thinking of um, cutting it at the moment. Yeah, I I play mana shorts instead of mm -hmm, counter spells. Mm -hmm. Uh, because I, I think control is by far the worst matchup. Oh, and yes. that's why that's why Replenish is such a good meta deck right now. It's like tier one good right now because mm. there's so little control. But like once you are paired, paired versus them, you almost want to bring in like a 15 card sideboard. And I think mana <laughs> short is is it's so fucking efficient to oh, ever yes, turn mana short them. But uh, I want to come back to that. We're, we're talking counter spells, counter wars, and we have mentioned Orem Shant. Let, let's talk about Abeyance, because I truly do not understand why people insist on playing that. I have tried it, and I think it's absolutely horseshit in this deck. Two mana is one mana too much. Mm -hmm. And like they can still play their crypt. They can still play like a combo turn uh, elves. They, they 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 can spit out creatures. They it's just instants and mm -hmm. fucking mm -hmm. sorcerers. It stops. And activations. So so like for me it's it's a pipe dream to think that yeah I can stop their crypt or seal and combo off my turn. But then you'd need to have like ten mana. Uh, so yeah. I think the I, only I, upside of the card is the cantrip. That's actually yeah. what why people might run it instead of chant um which yeah it's um it is important but um i think um you know operating with one mana less is even uh more uh, important yeah. so that's why i i believe that uh chant is uh, is is the, the better uh card there um yeah. but you can run let's say instead of the two prohibits which i run you can run two abeyance so in order to yeah. you know supplement your um uh yeah. and I've silence factor in the deck also earlier like bills playing defense grid i guess but it's, yeah, you're it's already facing so much removal, so yeah, yeah. that doesn't really set you up, I guess. Uh, but it's also weird with, with it because you kind of want to play with this version. We want to be able to play Stifle on their turn, Swords on their turn, Intuition on their turn, even Frantic Search sometimes mm -hmm, on their turn, mm -hmm, like Orange yeah. Chant on their So, so oh, defense yes. can oh, yes. really hurt you. Mm. Yeah, uh, you're right. 
and I also seen we I don't think we mentioned like energy field like from Ooh, the yeah that's a nice one earlier. energy field is uh, you know whenever I open up my binder and see the energy field there mm. I always I mean I always you know get tempted to um, play that card um, it might buy us you know a turn uh, yep. two mm -hmm. tops um, which might be enough you know in order to uh, do stuff but um, there are so many ways of you know getting cards to the graveyard um, yeah. you know like playing a duress uh, yeah. or a wasteland or mm. um, play your opponent plays something so you have to uh, let's say um, uh, react with another card play a sword supplosures i mean and then you know bye bye your uh, uh, energy field and uh, the whole plan mm -hmm. of yours, it's yeah, it's, yep. it's gone south, I think. So the, it's 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 a very fragile card, I believe. I think the last card I've seen like around is Sabo's Web, but that's just like, I guess you can play that in any deck. <laughs> it's a weird. It's a mono favorite of those cards. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sabo's Web is is fine. I mean. Pfft. It's a cantrip also. It's a That's cantrip, and you can you can deal with let's say manlands and Rishadan ports. Yeah, exactly. But you can like you can either way deal with that because you're running tide, and you can deal with yeah. you know such problematic yeah. cards, and uh, plus you have the frantic search, so you don't really need you know the Tabo's web to yeah. deal with ports. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I guess it it works with ports and hmm. no. Okay, so have we missed out on? We probably missed out on a bunch, but uh, like any other cards you thought about, Anton? I, I have would... I have two pointers I want to mention, mm. and I know Monas likes them, so I'm gonna ask them. Uh, like uh, a card we usually see, or usually, but we see in in some lists, are fact of fiction and or deep analysis. Oh yes. What's your What's your thought about? those cards um, I love factor fiction uh, actually yep. um, my first iteration ran two factor fiction and one intuition uh, because as uh, as I said I was leaning in the more slower version of the deck and um, factor fiction uh, allowed me to do um, you know uh, to play the, the the slower and the longer game uh, and um, I actually uh, did some pretty cool stuff with tide in fact factor fiction um yep. uh, for example with an active tide on your upkeep um when the tide triggers in order to remove a fading counter you actually uh, float mana and then you target all your lands with uh, the fading counters uh, and then you cast your factor fiction you you know uh, reveal five cards uh, five most likely five relevant cards and then the tide dies, and then you get your lands back, and you yeah. proceed with your game plan. And yeah, I actually, did, I did that, um, you know, too many times with Factor Fiction, and I actually loved it because um, I, I I got to cast, you know, two, uh, four mana spell, four um, uh, convert mana cost uh, spell on the same turn, with the help yeah. of the tide, and plus the fact that it it's a amazing card against. Um, uh, hand disruption, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah again, right. uh, against uh, cabal therapies and duresses and all you know, all those stuff. 
uh, end of turn fact of fiction name it it and they they feel already miserable <laughs> um, yeah. yeah that's what we want yeah um I I think I I will definitely add one in the 75. Right now I ran zero, uh, but I will most likely play one in one more in the 75. Um, I haven't uh, decided which card uh, will get you know re uh, replaced from the uh, from the sideboard, but uh, mm, yeah. yeah. Or in the main board in the main deck, I I I'm not uh, I'm not sure yet, but uh, I will definitely run one. Uh, I, th I think it's a fine sideboard card, actually. Hmm. Uh, like, I will never, ever touch the attunements for a fact of fiction. Uh, no, no, no attunements. Exactly, no attunements. Because hmm. um, I, can I just, like, pinch in there that uh, about hand disruption, the rest, and cabal therapy, like, attunement owns those decks. Oh, if yes. you land attunement, like... You can play all the fucking discard you want. You won't win that match either way because somewhere down the line there lies a replenish in our deck, mm -hmm. and you won't have the mm -hmm. the time window to to get it discarded, and you just fill out our yard basically. Mm -hmm. So um, I, yeah, you can you as long as uh, that uh, yeah you you get to resolve that. There's not that many blue black decks that get to <laughs> lets you counter and hand disrupt mm -hmm. at this point, right? Yeah. So um, we've talked a bit about how you ended up with this version, and now Monastery six and zero here in March. Uh, uh, in the, um, well, that's pretty neat. Yeah, uh, I actually ran the deck. This is the third month in a row running the same deck, um, okay. but not this. And you were oh six, not, not the same seventy five. <laughs> um, we actually ran the deck uh, together with Anton, I think. Um, okay. Yeah, I didn't play March, but I went 6 0 in February. With in it. February. Did, uh, did you run nice. it in January as well? Yeah, I went 4 2 in January. Okay. Uh, uh, so I. January I went three and three. I yeah. I had some really um, unlucky draws and games, I would say. Uh, I bricked a lot with the deck, which I. I don't know how this happened. It it was very very um, very it, it was happening very often. Um, yeah, you were very you were very upset. Yeah, I, and <laughs> I, I was very upset. You know, I was yeah, yeah. whenever I was um, you know whenever I was I was losing. I was instantly then DMing um, Anton saying, "Dude, um, this happened," and then he played that. And can you believe that? I mean, how the <laughs> hell this happened? And, uh, how unlucky was I and all those all the jazz yeah and yes. um, I ended up three and three and and I said R look I'm gonna give this deck one more chance I was very frustrated and disappointed <laughs> yeah, you were, yeah. and I, I said to Anton I'm gonna uh, um, give this deck one more chance so I ran it in the next yeah. monthly as well um, you know I was very pumped and very uh, uh, positive um, uh, focused and uh, and then my first two matches went 0 and two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, and then I said to Anton, "Look, that's it. Um, that's that's enough with uh, with replenish and manos. I think that's enough. Um, I think I'm gonna drop. <laughs> I, I I didn't drop at that. Uh, and then I finished uh, four and two. I actually made four wins in a row after that. And then I decided that I really want." to make an impact with the deck and with its current form and the list and uh, I decided to run it for the third month in a row and uh, here we are. 
and yeah. I Faisal, finally yeah practice makes perfect. yeah that's yeah. true and I I finished a six and zero. Oh. Yeah, Apparently, I'm calling in to Fluffy because um, we need some more. We need we need to cover some more uh, about replenish, and Fluffy is uh, crushing on MTGO, so uh, he has his own version. And we thought I can call Fluffy up and uh, just take some details from his list, and he can cover that. So this won't be a two-hour talk, but perhaps fifteen-minute talk. Hello, Fluffy. How are you? Hello, hello. I I like hearing the sound the sound of my own voice. So we'll we'll see if it <laughs> if we end up at fifteen minutes or or or, or two hours. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll have to see. Seb will Seb will edit it. So <laughs> I think we're fine. I think we're fine. Yeah. All right. So you are perhaps most famous for playing elves in premodern. Um, yeah. Yeah. You have apparently very good taste in decks. Not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, I mean, we my, my, use. Uh, my secret is that uh, I've been copying you since I, since I <laughs> since I joined the pre pre modern. Yeah, you, yeah. You spoke spoke warmly of of elves, and, and then you uh, tried to shove replenish down, down my throat, and eventually I couldn't <laughs> couldn't resist anymore. So I gave it a no, spin. No. Yeah. Uh, me and Flappy have known each other for like I don't know ten years, and um, played a lot of Legacy together, and we have yeah similar taste in decks. We both like combo decks. Yeah, but we've, so, we've also played old school. You've uh, missed a few yeah. chaos orb flips against me. If I, <laughs> yeah, I can I cannot win versus Fluffy <laughs> in old school. That's impossible. Like, I think you are seven zero or something in matches versus me throughout the history. So yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna talk replenish now, Fluffy. Yep. Yep. So apart apart from me actually shoving the idea down your throat, why are you playing replenish? Well, why are you play, playing Replenish right now? Uh, I think it's a really cool cool deck. It does something that I think almost no other deck does. Uh, in that it's... Um, I mean, the, the combo, it can kill you on, on turn three, where, where it kills all your lands, all your creatures, and all your enchantments. But it can also kill you on turn ten. Uh, it can kill you without casting Replenish. You, you can just... Play the wave on turn three, perhaps exile all yeah. all the elves in <laughs> in play, and then you play opalescence next turn, and that's also G GGs versus uh, versus elves, for instance. Uh, yeah, I think it's very yeah, it's a it's a cool deck. Uh, the list I got from you was was uh, was a bit uh, misspelt, I think. It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm calling you. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's no like opponent, no no opposition in in our interview with Monos. We're like, yeah, this is um, this is cool. This is a good idea. So this is why you're on. Yeah, it's it's kind of odd. I mean, I I I haven't heard your interview with with Manos, of course. But did you just agree with each other for for two hours or what? <laughs> no, not really, not really. Not but <laughs> but we talked more like how we came in conclusion with the current list. We do play like three cards difference or something, but like the idea is we play Stifle, we play Swords to Plowshares, and we play uh, a Miser Chain of Vapor in main deck. And you only play playsets in your list. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, I of course started with uh, with your list and I thought that it yeah. lacked some in the in the early game. So the, so after having played your, your list for, it, it wasn't that many games, maybe five or, or, or 10 games, I... Yeah. I wanted uh, the best early, 
the best one drop that, that you can have. Uh, so I tried uh, four spike for <laughs> yeah <laughs> for uh, for I don't know ten ten matches maybe. And I mean, uh, of course, four spike was uh, was really bad in the deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's good in on turn one and two, which is I mean that's what I thought that's I wanted it. At, uh, at least. But I mean to to fit four spike, I I, I had to um, remove some some tides and opalescences. Uh, yeah. So my replenishes became became weaker, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, when I when I realized that okay, I'm now I can cast replenish, but in my graveyard there's one sword, two four spikes, <laughs> <laughs> and an attunement. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that's that, great. That's when I decided to uh, to um, to try out true true north, which is all all the four ofs, so all yeah. so... All, all the four mana enchantments and four um, seal of cleansings. So the difference is from Mano's list is basically you play four intuitions, you play four source of plowshares, and you play four seal of cleansings. Uh, and he and I has cut like one source, one seal, two intuitions for three stifles and a chain of vapor. That's the difference basically. So uh, I still think we have better early game than you because we have more interaction with stifle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but. Um... but as I as I told you in in a Facebook chat that I, I basically haven't haven't played against uh, wastelands, yeah. And then I guess uh, Stifle isn't isn't that that potent. If I mean, I, if you're not facing wastelands, no Stifle for sure loses some value. Yeah, yeah. and I I haven't played that that many Tormod scripts either. It's <laughs> mm. it feels like the MTGO meta is uh, a bit softer than the. <laughs> Yeah. Than, than the yeah than the webcam meta game. <clears throat> yeah, for the listeners, like my chat history with um, with Fluffy is like, yeah, no one. I, I'm just crushing it. Like it's so easy to play replenish. No one plays any hate versus me, so I don't need those shitty cards. <laughs> yeah, okay. In in paper magic, people do play wasteland and uh, a tournament script. Uh, <laughs> at least that's what I'm facing. But yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been uh, sm smooth sailing with, <laughs> yeah, with, yeah. The, with the planish. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, thirty and zero, but uh, yeah, I've, I've been winning my my fair share with it. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's cool. Uh, so, question about that: How is this deck uh, to pilot on MTGO? I mean, there's a lot of tricks with this one. I guess that means clicks or what up? Uh, yeah, but. <laughs> In in some way, I, I think it's perhaps simpler in uh, on uh, MTGO. I mean, there there is no uh, there's no back and forth like okay, well, what timing did you actually do here? Did, did mm. you respond to that thing, or did you pass priority here, or did you hold hold control, which is what you have to do in on yeah. uh, MTGO? So it's yeah. it's always crystal clear what you do on um, on MTGO. And I mean, once once the combo is uh, is uh, is there, the, the kill is is rather fast. It's it's yeah. two two turns later with zero zero permanence on the opponent's yeah. board, that, then they are also dead. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, it there is some clicks, of course. You you can't just tell them that okay, all your land creatures and enchantments died <laughs> or were, were exiled, but. Uh, but yeah, it, it takes I don't know thirty seconds, one one minute to 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 excite everything. Yeah, you're you're a very accustomed uh, client on the client, I guess. Yeah, you know yeah. your ins and outs of, of MTGO. Uh, so another question about your list is 
you have uh, really pushed for SkyCloud Expands, the filter lens. We did have a talk about that, and neither me or Manos are like fully sold on on that land. But you want to, you are currently place three, but you all want to go to four. Yeah, or? I think I want to go want to go to four at least. Uh, so my idea behind playing three was that I, I kept your city of brasses because they, they I mean I. I I thought in my limited testing that I took too much damage from the city brasses, so I cut those okay. for um, Skyclad expenses. Yeah. And then, since I didn't want to run uh, Stifles, then I did, didn't need uh, uh, an island on turn one. So I thought okay. that since I don't have any one drops that require an island, I might as well cut one island for one more Skyclad expense. Mm. But I okay. kept I kept the planes uh, because I I do have sort of swords to plowshares. Yeah. But in yeah. uh, but. But play, planes turn one is such a is is so bad <laughs> since <laughs> since you want to go turn one turn one you you want to play a blue source so that you can play either intuition or attunement on uh, on turn two yeah. so I'm I'm going to cut the planes as well for uh, for the fourth uh, sky 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 cloud expanse I and I yeah. I, I think they're great um, hmm? okay they they do just what what the deck wants. Yeah, I, th I feel there's a tension, but I, I guess you have already answered it. You play less one, one seems uh, turn one spell. So yeah, uh, I guess that, that's a solution. But in your sideboard, you do play um, blue elemental blast and hydro blast. So like yeah, yeah, you you got me there. <laughs> I, <Yeah>. have, <laughs> I have no I have no good good answer to <laughs> okay to, to that. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> ah, but I, I, uh, I think the, that the sky cloud expense really makes sense in the in the deck. Okay. Uh, but yeah. but I I also play for 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 intuition, which which I, I think is perhaps a bigger a bigger a bigger thing than uh, hmm. than the sky cloud expenses. I mean, I think the sky clouds are better than city breast, but I think for intuition is uh, is is important in the in the deck. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I constantly find myself uh, thinking that okay, I, I now I, I just flat out win if I draw a replenish, and uh, yeah. I guess that happens to you as well. And so, yeah, so why not maximize the way of of getting replenish? It's yeah, I I tried anything from zero to four intuitions in the deck, and I landed on three. Uh, but like, why I. I'd rather go down to two than up to four is if there's one card I find myself sideboard out uh, a lot, it's it's intuition. Yeah, 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 to totally uh, agree. Um, I, yeah. I think uh, game game one and and, um, and game two is uh, is very different with the with the the, the replenish deck. I mean, if if you're mm -hmm. playing against counter spells, for instance, then intuition is uh, <laughs> rather crappy. Yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and same same I think with. Uh, with uh, frantic search, mm, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't for like, sure. like that versus counterspell decks either. No, so that, no. that's why I, I mean, I, I take it that in paper there there aren't that many counterspell decks, so blue white control uh, etc. Yeah. yeah, currently the control meta is rather low, but I mean there's you, you usually like phase one control deck if yeah. you play like six matches or so, but yeah. Okay, I think it's a, a bit more uh, control online. 
mm. perha perhaps due to the fact that I mean on, in in real life control decks will <laughs> will just drag yeah. drag on it it will take quite some time yeah. whereas whereas online I mean you you only have twenty five minutes minutes mm. each and the game will yeah. finish and if you're if you're fast with control you you will time your opponent out rather than then time out yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So it's more playable, I think, on on Magic Online. Uh, and Which leads us to the the big question, the elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah, you play Abeyance. Why? Why not Orange Chant instead, Fluffy? I'm a I'm a believer in Mike Flores. He, he says it's the <laughs> it's a really good card in, in Premodern, right? So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he does. He does. And um, I don't agree, in, especially with this list. But again, this comes down to I do want to have access to turn one place, and you do not. You want to play Filter Lens and have no mana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Abeyance has, has some, some advantages, of course. I mean, I, I don't have Stifle in my list, and Abeyance can, yeah. can actually handle uh, uh, Tormod Script, for, for mm. instance, whereas, whereas Orange Chant cannot, hand, cannot handle it. And I yeah. also think it comes down to play style, where, where I get the feeling that, that you like to end the games quick versus control. Uh, I, not, not necessarily, but like in the end, I mean, there's two cards we have to respect versus control, right? It's Tide and it's Factor Fiction. And if any of those two cards land, uh, like we can't do really anything about it. So we're kind of on a clock versus them. If we just go Drago, Drago, and they do not miss their land drops. Yeah, but I do I'm, not think we are advantage there. No, but my my sideboard is quite different from uh, from yours. I have three counter spells or three uh, three uh, uh, arcane denials, uh, not actual yeah, counter spells. Yeah. So three arcane yeah. denials, three abeyance, two factor fictions, two mana mana short. So mm, I mm. I actually side into somewhat of a of a control deck myself. Yeah. Where I mean you, it's it's not ideal, but you can play arcane denial in, in into a tide. And I mean, if if control is not uh, respecting counter spells from 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 replenish, and the, and let's say that they have <laughs> have a tide and they play it on four, and you counter spell mm. it, and then you just kill them on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. on yeah on your turn. Sure, that 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 is a line. Uh, the counter spell, I do get it, but arcane denial is. I'm not sure which is the best. If it's like monolic prohibit or arcane denial in this, I think it's not not prohibit at least, uh, okay. since it 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 doesn't counter tide that tide yeah that easily. So yeah. I think it's either arcane denial. I don't think it's monolic either because the, the games, uh, at least the way I play it, they they yeah, they tend to they drag tend out. to drag on drag on drag on for forever. Yeah. So a common line or a common line. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, most game wins uh, after after game one. I mean, game game one is usually you just play four drops until they don't have a counter spell, and then yeah. and then you either win or lose if if they do have the the last counter spell. Whereas game two yeah. and three usually end when they they try to do something something on the, on their turn. Uh, so they tap oh. down to maybe six mana, six available mana, or or perhaps four available mana, oh. and then on your turn you play replenish with perhaps two abeyances and an arc in denial or uh, or three counter spells or something. So so you just counter mana <laughs> and make sure that you have more counters than they have uh, than they have mana. Yeah, I do get it, but I don't buy it because even if <laughs> it, it, if we're using abeyance 
for counter protection. I mean, Orem Shant is just better. It's just better. One mana cheaper is so much more relevant. No, but I mean, I I have um, uh, more mana shorts in in my deck. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I let's say that I on on seven mana, I go end of turn abeyance. <laughs> what does control do then? Do they have to counter it? Problem not. Ah, so. And but then, but if, then they know, yeah, mana short if, is coming, if, then I'm if, dead. So, if yeah. I have the mana yeah. short, I just win. Yeah. Whereas I can't really make that bluff with uh, with Orin's chant. Yeah, you can. I I play the exact. I also play two mana shorts, and I have four Orin's chant, so I can do the exact same thing. Yeah, I but, play Orin's chant end of their turn, and then mana short them. But then you you can't bluff that play, right? Yeah, you mean because you just. You're, you're symbolizing that you just want to cycle, is that what you're saying? No, but if, if, if they call my bluff and do nothing with, with the abeyance, yeah. I, I draw a card and, I mean, um, that's one one for one or zero for zero. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, yeah, yeah. whereas if you bluff <laughs> a shant end of turn and they just let it go, it's... Uh, you yeah, yeah, okay, you mean, okay, you mean actual bluffing because of you just want to cycle the card. Yeah, okay, yeah, uh, sure, and, sure. And you can also, uh, I mean, if if you have a seal of cleansing in play, for example, and and, and they have a torment script, and you go and yeah. end of turn abeyance, do they mm -hmm. do they then have to crypt crypt you? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so that's also something that the abeyance can do, with, with that orange chant cannot do. Yeah. To me, it, yeah. Okay. Sure, I hear you. It sounds a bit too optimistic in my mind, <laughs> and uh, like. Get, having four RM Shant or three, for that matter, versus like Stifle Lord, that has been everywhere, uh, but it's on a rather decline now. Like having the turn one play versus them is so important. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. So, Abeyance but, is, yeah. is not very good against uh, the Stifle Lord decks. I mean, you. No, it's, it's a bit. It, it's one turn too late, right? Yep, yep. Same and with. And they play days. Yeah. Same with the, the, the Hermit decks. It's just yeah, too. Yeah too slow. Yeah. I mean you still bring it in but it doesn't really do, yeah. really do do anything. <laughs> so okay, so we're coming to like some sort of um conclusion here that if you're facing a lot of controls there might be value to play abeyance over Ormchant, but if you're expecting like fast combo decks, Ormchant might be better. I think it might also come down to to uh, to play style. I mean if you yeah. if you like like jamming uh, then Ormchant is likely better because it, it's it's one one mana mana cheaper. Yeah. But I, yeah, with the with the fact of fictions and and I'm 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 gonna add uh, a deep analysis to 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 the cyber as well. Mm, okay. With yeah. the, with that package, you have almost as much card draw as uh, as control. Uh, perhaps perhaps, perhaps more if you if you count intuition for um, for deep analysis. Yeah. So then you can actually play the card game with the counter spells and the the abeyances. Uh, mm. Yeah. And. So, yeah, so your your sideboard is like ten cards versus control them. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's our <laughs> hardest matchup, I guess. So I mean, it's not unreasonable yeah. in my mind. But, yeah, no. But my yeah, I think I haven't lost against control, but uh, <laughs> but I have lost against aggressive aggressive decks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I should take a take a play from uh, from your book instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but mono mono blue tide is like. God, that matchup is horrible. That one I think I haven't played. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, I don't. yeah, because they will land tide very, very consistently, Do and they... they have like four annals post board. Uh, they have so much going on. 
I think, I mean, Anal is, of course, okay against the deck, but uh, I'm not sure if I think it's very good, actually. I think it's good in, in because they have a proactive plan. Like, if they tied us, they will win. So annul, like, annulling the attunement or our tied, like, that's insane for one mana. Uh, because they usually want to play tied on their turn five, so they can chain it immediately. But yeah, they do have Cyphers as well, so... It's just like, it feels hopeless when you're facing Tide and there's nothing you can do about it. But you have Arcane Denials, of course, so you have Action and Nazar to it, but, yeah. Yeah, I've, I have, I mean, it, it has only come up, I think, twice, uh, where, where, where I have had a Seal of Cleansing in play and they've played a Tide and I've responded with Abeyance. Mm. That's also... A clean answer to um, to uh, to the tide without. But they, then they'll do it in your upkeep. No, because you you seal their uh, their tide. Okay, you had a seal. I, I thought you said they had a seal. Okay, no, okay, no, no, no I, you have a seal. Yeah, okay, yeah, well, yeah. It's, then that's, uh, that's nice. it's perhaps yeah. a corner case scenario, but if if you do keep the four seals and and have abeyances yeah. and counter spells. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're okay. you're you're not you're not safe against the tide, but. <laughs> You're not yeah, now for sure. For perhaps sure. not not dead in the water, uh, at least. Yeah, no, true. All right, so last uh, last uh, topic that we want to hear your input about is the blue elemental blast. Uh, me and Manos both have chosen to play shill over it, but I'm very like fifty fifty conflict conflicted here. I, I'm not sure what's the best. So why why blue elemental blast over shill? I mean, I, I've, I've only played on Magic Online and, and I haven't done a, a, a testing session versus Sly or, or Goblins. I've, I've only played, yep. uh, but <laughs> I've only played ra random matches, so to, so to speak. And okay. uh, yep. when I played Sly and when I played Goblins, I had Chill in my hand and, and, I, and it just didn't do anything. It, <laughs> yeah. it, there was a lackey on in play, and I had shields, <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah. okay, yeah, that doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I also played uh, what's his name in the in the the tournament that you organized. Was it Erka? Or yeah, okay, yeah. No, on, he, was it Anti? Yeah, yeah, Anti. Slaughtering. So, yeah, yeah, Slaughtering so, so, yeah. so, yeah. on on goblins, and and I yeah. had the shield, and I. Talked to him afterwards, and he said, "Yeah, sh shield seems seems shit." <laughs> <laughs> I actually did like a playtesting with ten ten games versus uh, Phil Taylor on goblins um, with me on shield, and yeah, if they have turn one lackey, shield sucks. But you do have like four swords, you have powder kegs, you have chain of vapor, you have stifles because you you keep stifle in versus goblins because of wasteland. Mm. Um, so you can like prolonged the inevitable for one turn or so and then play shill and then it turned out like shill was actually pretty good but okay. yeah it feels very bad when they do play turn one lackey and you have turn two shill and it doesn't matter yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, i <laughs> yeah that that tournament you organized it was <laughs> quite quite a learning experience for uh, for me i i learned that i didn't like shill at all in that took exactly yeah. one match and but, but <laughs> great, great. <laughs> and the the actual first uh, first game that I played, I I had the tide stifle combo, mm? where you in in your upkeep you're you're supposed to remove the the last counter right and and uh, and stifle it so nothing returns. Yeah. But I thought ah, I might as well get the mana back from um, from <laughs> from my lands. <laughs> 
to exile three of his lands, two of my lands. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Stifled it and then <laughs> lost the match because. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. But I mean, that, that, that's the thing with this deck. Like, you know, there's so much you can play this correctly. Like, uh, uh, so you know all the small tricks. And you do kind of have to fuck up, fuck up to learn. Yeah, but I, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, I mean, it was against a player that I've never played before, and it, it was no, no stakes at all. So I, I mean, yeah. I, I couldn't even ask for a, for a take back, right? I, I just no, no. took took my lesson. <laughs> 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 yeah. took, took my lesson, had, had another beer, and, and thought, that, okay, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna think this through. What does Stifle yeah. do? What does what does Seal of Cleansing do? What what's the difference between the two? With <laughs> Yeah, you didn't need to rush from there, right? You could have just exiled three lands, and if he plays another one, you can exile yeah, but I, that one. I, I wanted the, the one mana back from... <laughs> <laughs> in my ah, yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. I was... Uh, yeah. It was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, Fafin. Um, there you have other it. than that, I think we have covered the differences. Um, so for the listeners... If you want to play a good deck, I think Fluffy has sold you that this is the deck. Like he's he's the spike in promoter. So if he plays this deck, then it must be a good deck, right? I mean, the the really good selling point is that this deck this deck annihilates elves. Yep. Elf. Yeah. Uh, the the last time I was, I was on a pre modern pre modern pre modern podcast, I I uh, spoke very very warmly of elves and and this yep. deck <laughs> this deck yeah beats up on elves. Yeah, we tried to match up you and I in, in Arvika, and uh, I was on Elves. It wasn't a good matchup, but no. somehow you had turn three Opalescence Wave every game. Ah, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> every card in the in the deck is really good against Elves. The the swords are good. Mm. The seal of seal of cleansings are good. The, both yeah. the tide and the wave are are good. Uh, yeah. yeah, replenish is good. <laughs> it's yeah. Ev- Everything is good in the in the entire deck. You you you, you don't get pan- punished by your uh, crappy mana base. Uh, no. the, the life loss from uh, ancient tomb doesn't matter. It's uh, it's uh, yeah. ev- everything comes up replenished basically in the in the matchup. I had an argument way back, like yeah, but Ormshat is better versus elves uh, than Abeyance is because then they with Abeyance they can still play their creatures, but it turns out. It doesn't matter. Replenish is still such a good matchup. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, elves, I, so you don't even need them. So I, I don't sideboard versus elves. I just resubmit. <laughs> 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 Sometimes I do. I, I do the fake sideboarding, you know. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Usually, I just resubmit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for uh, having this talk with uh, with me. Um, Thank. Thank you for for introducing me to uh, replenish, and I look forward to the next deck that you will <laughs> shove down shove down down my throat. Yeah, we'll see about that. But uh, yeah, I'm still enjoying this deck too much, so I'm I'm not uh, like trying so much other stuff out right now because this is so fun. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> take care, Fluffy. Take take care. Bye bye. <laughs> Right, we're gonna play brew that or screw that. All right, and uh, now I assume everyone knows this 
little game we're doing on this podcast. So I'm going to just name five cards and Manos and Seb will say, do they want to brew that or do they want to screw that card? Oof. All right. First card, guys. We Ooh. have Endless Worm. <laughs> uh, so okay. a <laughs> green Ursa Saga all-star creature. It's a 9-9 trampler for three green green. During your upkeep, sacrifice an enchantment or sacrifice endless worm. Brew that or screw that. Manos. Yeah, this this card looks very tempting, to be honest. And I don't know. I think. When do you want it? It's a nine nine. That's pretty. Yeah, it's a nine nine. Trample. Trample. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Sacrifice an enchantment. It used rancor? to be. It used to be a card, you know, uh, yeah, back rancor. in the day, you know, with rancor <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's a. You're right. That, that's a good actually card to um, sacrifice to endless worm. Yeah. Uh, but there are so many plows in the format. <laughs> yeah, there are so many chain of vapors as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm. I'm gonna say screw that. <laughs> oh, gotta screw that. Goddamn, Seb, how about you? Well, clearly you need to brew that. Yeah. I, I heard Rancor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get into business. Yeah. Just bring some of your soldering lands over to the endless worm pit. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have a turn, whatever, <laughs> endless worm. Uh, lovely, lovely. Okay, so uh, we have one one here on endless worm. All right. Uh, still in the same territory, I guess. Uh, next card: sneak attack. So. Ooh. Three colorless, one red. Good with endless worm. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Three colorless and one red. Enchantment. Pay one red mana. Uh, you may put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. That creature gains haste. Sacrifice the creature at the beginning of the next end step. Brew that or screw that. Manos. Absolutely brew that. Oh. I love the card. I, yeah, I I played a lot of sneak attack uh, in Legacy, um, and. Um, I remember now I'm gonna make a you know uh, a trip in the past and um, back when when replenish was um, uh, was a, a deck in type two or standard if you will um, I was in a tournament at that day um, and I remember um, I was also playing replenish and I didn't do I didn't do very well um, but I remember on the finals there were uh, Two people. One was playing replenish, and the yeah. second one was playing a sneak attack deck. And um, he took the whole thing down, and he won. He won actually on turn uh, two in of in both games. Um, he he hmm. um, um, he led off with a um, the depletion counter uh, redland, hmm. and then he played a. Um, City of Traitors. Yeah. And uh, with a Lotus Petal, he cast a Dark Ritual, and he cast oh. he cast a Sneak Attack, leaving one red open, um, yeah. bringing in a Ser Avatar and attacking. Ah, uh, Ser Avatar was <laughs> yes. Man, <laughs> and a... he did that twice. <laughs> twice. Oh, yeah. I mean, that oh, was amazing, amazing, um, <laughs> and. Uh, uh, yeah, 
and unfortunately we can't i don't think we can do exactly stuff like that in pre-modern although yeah we could have been very very lucky and attack with the set avatar um yeah. but i really i i was i was trying i was testing a bit sneak attack in a uh in a white black red shell and mm-hmm. um i haven't found you know the correct 75 yet uh but, I, but you are brewing you are brewing i right? am i am yes oh, yes I love it. yeah all right cool seb how about you Brew that or screw well, that. clearly you need to build a sneak attack deck that works out yeah uh we we, we need symbiotic uh is it worm also yeah, that's a worm uh and i don't know we, we sadly we don't have that many uh and to the battlefield effects on creature that works well for you that i can yeah gather now but we, we could have some like sweet uh i don't know if it's a cyborg option like with crater helion i guess and uh, but the problem is the, the, the problem is that we reanimation yeah. that yeah. You, you you don't we don't have that good creatures that's we we <laughs> don't have good creatures plus the fact that we cannot let's say feel somehow our hand back i mean we don't have grizzlebrand to you yep. know yeah. get more creatures in hand um so uh, as i was uh, we need to fill up yeah, our hand there is there, there is stuff. a way to do that uh you know a little a, a more kimped way um that's why i was running white to that deck because i i ran reinforcements so reinforcements mm-hmm. um at uh, you may choose up to three creature cards from your graveyard to put them on, yeah. to- on top of your library. Oh, cool. Okay. Right? And... Um, um, I, I'm not there yet, You're right? Wait, wait. You, <laughs> they're, they're on top of my library. That sucks. No, but then you have ways, let's say, maybe you have a, a scroll rack to, you know, yeah, get yeah. your creatures in your hand okay, and okay. then, you know, mm. play them with a sneak attack. But I was trying to find ways to have some kind of recursion with creatures. And that was a card that I, you know, trying to um, brew, actually, along with Sneak Attack. Because we play the Symbiotic Worm, right? Or the, uh, I don't know, the Devouring Strossus or the Endless Worm. And uh, we want them to attack the next turn as well. Uh, So reinforcements um, help us do that. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna end you guys there because this was the longest answer ever on Rude that or yeah. that. <laughs> it's supposed to be a short game. Okay, but I okay. love it. Yep, yep. Yeah, I think this card I, I was actually expecting this card to go along because yeah. I think so many players are actually trying to brew this card, but it really mm. hasn't found a good shell yet. So mm. keep at it, no. guys. All right, we're gonna jump on to the next card. It's not that many combo cards this this time around, Seb. So next card, Icarid. It's a black creature for three colors, one black. It has haste. It's a 3-1. At end of turn, sacrifice Icarid. At the beginning of your upkeep, if Icarid is in your graveyard, you may exile a black creature card other than Icarid from your graveyard. If you do, return Icarid to the battlefield. Brew that or screw that. Manos. Um, I I think brew that. I, I like the card. Um, although it's not, you know, my... my kind of play style um but we saw it you know being um played um uh, one year ago uh, you know in an epic uh, list 
uh, Phil actually ran it in yeah it's 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 a Phil Taylor card yeah, as well. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah it was um I found it you know um impressive to say the least that it was actually you know working and uh, attacking and actually doing uh, damage with the card so I yeah. think it's um it's 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 a it's a broad target. Yeah, yeah, it's clearly playable. I agree. Uh, I brew that. Uh, it's it's got a decent punch in it, and you can make it work with different recursion synergies. Also, huh? I don't know. We have what's it, what's it called? The zombie infestation or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. Stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can make it tick. I believe. Yeah. I, I think it's borderline unplayable, but I love the card. And obviously, it's like an all-star in Vintage uh, and Legacy. So, Oof, uh, yeah. historically, it has been. So, yeah. Uh, you, you said we're not going to have that many combo yeah. cards, but it's basically a combo card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not here. It's basically like a mid-range uh, fun card, I think, in pre-modern. But, yeah. It yeah. can grind. Cool. It can grind. It can grind, yeah. for sure. For sure. All right. Um, next card. Not a combo card. Per se. Okay, Soothe Saying. So it's a blue enchantment for one blue. It says, pay three colorless and two blue. Shuffle your library. And it also says, pay X. Look at the top X cards of your library and put them back in any order. Brew that or screw that? Manos. Uh, brew that. I actually uh, played it in one list of mine. Um, okay. Yep. It was yep. my first top eight in the monthlies with a four Ooh. color control and i i ran one soothsaying in the deck nice uh, yeah uh, <laughs> that's pretty yeah, cool yeah um uh, well the reasoning was um you know to have um to in in order to you know find let's say the uh, just because the the deck was mostly draw go right dropping a yeah. land and then passing the turn um in end of, end of turn to find you know relevant cards like um, um sweepers or spot removals or uh, factor yeah. fiction or even for example um some very important gas blessing that the deck ran uh, yeah. and i yeah um it wasn't let's say an all-star card but i um it was fine. It was fine in the Yeah, game. I mean, late game, if, if you have like 15 lands mm-hmm. in play, this card must be insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So you get something to do with the infinite. Yeah, yeah and, right, uh... right. So <laughs> brew that or screw that. Uh, yeah, I don't really see it working. Is it you can maybe you can play it in some sort of Field of Dreams deck? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so no. You need to find a really particular card to I predict Swarf with Suit saying maybe, yeah, but it's predict a similar library feels like yeah. good good cards. Yeah. Mm. Is it like Surus Wearding or whatever it's called? Mm. Mm. Is it that the whatever i don't believe in it (laughs) sadly okay so we gotta screw that from seb okay uh so we have done four cards already last card of today grafted skull cap so artifact four mana during your draw phase draw an additional card and at the end of your uh turn discard your hand brew that or screw that there's a reason I put it uh, in here why Manas is here, but yeah, Manas brewed it. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm gonna say again, brew that. I love yeah. this card. I, I, 
adore this card. I, I don't know what else to say. It's got a really nice art. Yeah, it has. So. It has. Well, it's um, Brian it used to be, um, and I say used to be because right now I don't have it in my 75, in my Tinker list, the Tinker, the Blu-ray yeah. Tinker. And yeah. I, I, I played it in, you know, I replaced, let's say, the... Uh, the Blueprints, which is a six mana cost uh, top draw card with Echo with um, the Skull Cup, um, yeah. and the reasoning is that um, there was there is a enabler, um, it it was enabler to discard my hand and yeah. ditch artifacts in the graveyard while having a Goblin Welder in play, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so that was a and not to mention the fact that we draw two cards per turn. Which yeah. is amazing with all that mana, uh, you know, from oh, Dynamo and, and the extra uh, mana rocks we have. So most likely we can play everything, even if, if we get to discard our hand. The only drawback is that you mm. can uh, play the Mastcore, uh, you know, together. Uh, I mean, on the board having Mastcore and the Skull Cup. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, in Tinker it 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 um, it fitted just right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Seb? I I helped uh, or helped. I talked with Slam Fawn yesterday. Was building a scrying stack, and clearly he's looking at chains of Mephistopheles. And if that were legal, mm, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty good with this card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you can donate it or yeah. something, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so no, I don't know how how to make it. It's for the, it's too it's a heavily costed card mm. i guess because all of the decks that i'm seeing that could make use of the extra cards mm. but sure if you can sacrifice it if you can donate it if you can <laughs> do something else with it uh that i'm not seeing so the, it's a cool card it's a you can't sure. play it you, you can't just slam it in the deck right and no, it needs to yeah, have I, you know uh, something to support it like maybe some big red yeah like where, where you just like throw out stuff and still need to draw mm -hmm. stuff I, I, I was gonna say i played like this card way way back uh in like old standard i think with ensnaring bridge and um null brooch uh mm. which was pretty fun it was back then pretty good but I, mm -hmm. yeah i'm not sure how good it is in pre-modern but so did, no, is that a screw that uh, said by the way Sorry? Is that a screw that or brew that from you, Seb? Yeah, well, I guess it's a screw that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let go your mind. Mine is fitter. <laughs> All right. All right. That's it for the, this episode's brew that or screw that. Well played, Anton. Yeah. Um, we're finishing on some. Uh, it's, it's. I don't know if you should call it. It says shout out here in the docs, but uh, it's actually. Uh, uh, we're, we're like tell us Anton yeah, yeah it's not a shout out but it's just uh, uh, Tom Matelski one of uh, the staples of Primoder um, he has a sick uh, daughter five year old uh, and he lives in the states and the states healthcare and insurance um, policy is pretty ridiculous so uh so that's all, folks. <laughs> no, no, but, but um, uh, his family has started a GoFundMe uh, cause for uh, his daughter needs a needs a spinal cord spinal. Uh, surgery. Yeah, 
Um, so and we've seen it around. Yeah, uh, you you can see it in the Facebook groups and some yeah, other Discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, posting it on Twitter, and we will for sure put a, put it out in our show notes. Uh, yeah. So, so if if uh, you have like ten dollars to spare, um, this is for a good cause. So I thought yes. we should uh, mention it on the pod as well. And the money won't get wasted. Uh, yeah, definitely sure not. And we saw. I mean, yeah. the community actually reacted pretty, pretty. Um, yeah. well and fast to that and uh, it's it's yeah. amazing you know yeah. um and we we, we, we wish the best a for the Matelski family for yeah. yeah yeah it's become a tradition to try to help out mm. in uh, like the old school community that pre-modern also includes us thinking yeah uh, i really like the the aspect of the community coming together and help out yeah uh, this is this is great actually yeah yeah, like you probably don't need to foil up that last card in your deck. Uh, maybe you can, yeah, donate for a better. I don't. If it but, uh, if it's ten dollars, yeah. I think it's fine. <laughs> you can you can probably <laughs> foil it up later. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Okay, so well, I guess that's all, folks. Uh, Manos, thank you for your thoroughly uh, like list that you went through with us and Anton uh, you you and Manas really put your heads together and found something here I think yeah I've just gotta state that this is not like at all some revolutionary take but it's an iteration no. and I think it's pretty well meta tuned mm-hmm. but I, I think mm-hmm. we've seen replenish in the monthly top 16 since like October PJ Priestley has done well with it mm-hmm. Jeff White has done it uh, you and me now and like Sebastian Fluffy, Fluffy is doing so well on uh, MTGO with it. It, it also won a, a major tournament in Argentina as well. Yeah, that, yeah, uh, Sebastian a couple Rodriguez of days ago, right? Yeah, and uh, mm. Giamma won. Uh, Giamma so took he, he made, third place uh, in third the place. Four Seasons tournament. Yeah, that yeah, right. Minutes. So and like there yeah. were two top eights in the in the big Moscow tournament recently. So it's like there. it's it's here. Yeah, so. Uh, it's there, but still, you put your heads together and found an iteration of it that mm-hmm, works mm-hmm. with the meta now. So yeah. it will be interesting to see where, where it lands when people start adapting it more. Yeah, but uh, as of right now, this is a very strong meta deck. So please pick mm. it up. It's super fun, I should say. Like, I'm very picky in my decks in Primodern. <laughs> I do love elves. And I do mm-hmm. love Turtle Splash, but it's a clunky one. But this deck is also very, very fun, very yeah, tricky. And is. you will lose to yourself many times before you get it uh, like, oh, in your yes. system. Oh, yes. Yeah. I can assure you that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Awesome. Thank you and bye-bye. Bye-bye. bye-bye.